Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uncensored tonight. Nice clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Indeed. Are you out there? Are you listening? Happy Monday, folks. Good to see you guys. Hope all is well. Hope you guys had a great weekend and had a chance to to just kind of decompress from the week and just kind of relax. <clears throat> I know a lot of you guys are uh, are have busy lives, just like most people, and it's uh, it's great that you guys take the time out of your day to come hang with us. Uh, I got an email from uh, from from Podbean this weekend. Uh, confirming our thousandth download on podcast. Just thank you guys very much for that. God bless you. Uh, do me a favor. Help spread that. T- tell people if you want a podcast to listen to on your way home from work, check out Brothers Uncensored. They they won't regret it. Do me a favor. Help spread the word in any way you can. Also help spread the word with what you see behind me, the foxhole.app. Tell people about it, man. Let people know what's going on. Help them get the word out about what we're trying to do here. There's going to be a lot of great patriots that are going to be joining the foxhole.app in the next well, until they get full. So, and I don't I don't see that happening anytime soon. So, it's going to be a lot of fun to have, you know, more and more great creators come over to uh, the foxhole.app. Do me a favor, spread the word, grab the link and and tell somebody about us. Also, check out the website. If you guys haven't seen it yet, uh, bookmark it for me, please. Uh, you can find the latest podcast up there where you can find them, iHeart, Stitcher, Google, uh, Spotify, Podbean. Just pick one and search for Brothers Uncensored. You'll find it. Uh, if you want previous show content, what was happening in the last week, you can find that here. Just scroll down a little bit. The newsletter is up and running. Thank you, my sister, for getting that rolling. The first newsletter went out this weekend. Thank you for that. I appreciate your and Polly D's hard work behind the scenes to get that rolling. Appreciate that very much. Not easy. Uh, check out the uh, where you can find us, Foxhole, Twitch, YouTube hates us, fuck them, DLive, CloudHub, and Tiger Network are where you can find us. Help support free speech platforms like Tiger Network and CloudHub. Those guys are doing great work to help support us. Uh, the blog is where you can find the links from the latest shows, uh, Miguel California's information, uh, Red Pill 78's information from the last week, as well as important articles from the week, Shifts, Secret Subpoenas, Tom Fitton's still doing the great work over there. If you missed that last week, an important article as well. Uh, if you want to help us keep the lights on, we need your help, honestly, if you can. Uh, if you can, drop us a cup of coffee once a month. You'll join our Patreon. That's the best way to do that. Then you'll get access to our private Discord, at which point you can come hang out with us. Tell us what's on your mind. Help us do research. Uh, drop awesome memes or just uh, let us know, you know what, what you're cooking for that day. All kinds of good stuff happening in the private Discord. You can get access to that by right there. Click on Patreon, and, and as soon as I see that you guys have a new Patreon, I'll get you into the Discord as soon as possible. Appreciate you guys very much. With that, I want to welcome my bro Joe into the house. How was your weekend, bro? What's up, everybody? Yes, I had an actually a really nice uh, Saturday. Uh, cooked out on the grill. Uh, just you know, did some yard work, some stuff around the house. 
yesterday morning, uh, relaxed. Uh, obviously, last night, uh, the Texan and I had our uh, third, uh, our officially our third show, uh, the show. Uh, so that was a lot of fun last night, man. I mean, that's, that's you know, totally different from what we do here, here all week. Uh, you know, the grind, I like to call it, uh, where we're grinding all week. I get to just hang out and talk music and shoot the shit with the Texans. So um, I had a really great weekend, man. I hope you uh, were able to relax a little bit too, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, how, you know how, how I grind, man. So, uh, mm-hmm. man, by, by, by the time Friday night comes, I am mentally and, and just my brain is fried. Um, so it's, but it's awesome. It's, I love it. I love trying to, uh, to do what I can to bring the most important information to you guys and build that relationship with you guys that we've built. And be, because of that, you guys keep, keep showing up. I appreciate that. Miguel's in the house. Good to see you out there, brother. Appreciate you very much, man. Uh, Toria, yeah, probably not. Uh, Stony Joe um, and many others over there in D-Live. Kind of a quiet uh, session over there in D-Live. Gary's over there in, in Pildo. So if, you're, if you want somewhere else to come hang out, go check out the foxhole.app. Appreciate you guys very much, D-Patriot and Denise and the rest of you guys over there as well. Um, yeah, you guys had an awesome show yesterday, man. It was uh, it was really smooth. You guys had great information, and it was just a lot of fun to just hang out and listen to some great tunes, man. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. I mean, it really means a lot. You know, like when when Texan said, hey, you know, I want to do a show, you know, both of us were like, oh, hell yeah, absolutely, man, whatever, you know, no problem. And, um, you know, obviously neither one of us thought it was going to be, you know, a country, uh, basically a country songs and talking about country music. And what's really cool is, is I'm I'm fairly new. Like I just started listening to country the last couple of years. I really never have. And so uh, obviously the Texan knows a lot about country music. And so with the both of us kind of combined and uh, us kind of picking uh, our own songs to play, uh, it's interesting to see that even though I haven't been involved in country that long, that I'm still hitting, uh, I think, uh, some songs that Texans like, wow, that 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 was impressive. I, I didn't think you'd like that song. So um, it's really cool to kind of see that growth and, and coming together like that, man. So I really appreciate that input. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we talked about, it's just going to take some time and you guys will develop um, the way that the show is going to work. And it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I, when you guys first said what you wanted to do, it was like, you know what I don't want to do on Sunday night is sit around for two hours listening to country music, but it's been fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I've really enjoyed it. So uh, keep it going. It. And and I wanted to say, give a shout out to uh, to the Texan. Appreciate you very much, bro. And I wanted to to share something with you guys that I don't think I've ever shared with you guys before. Um, the the great uh, the great thing that you showed us and the dedication to our our Vietnam veterans and what they've gone through. Um, it was really kind, and I, I mentioned to you guys that I had gotten a gift um, that really means a lot to me, and this is it. This right here is a flag that was given to me by the commanding officer of Camp Leatherneck in Afghanistan uh, through my best friend, uh, Brian, who uh, um, I sent. I just basically sent them a care package, man. I mean, I just did what, what every patriotic American should do, and that is, you know, when your troops are in the field, just send them some stuff, man. And that's all I did, and they, they sent me that as well as uh, this – which is um, in an official Marine Corps, you know, uh, uh, um, I actually have my my medal that I got came with one of these as well. So they comes in an official thing. And I'll just read it to you guys. Um, and it's, uh, I don't think I've ever told you about this before. 
The United States Marine Corps. <clears throat> there are 13 stripes for 13 original colonies. The white stars on the American flag symbolize the individual states. There is one star for each state in the Union. The color red is the symbol of courage, enthusiasm, valor, and the shedding of blood and life in battle. The color blue represents the azure's, azure sky and symbolizes the respect for God, justice, perseverance, and vigilance. The white color means that the purity and innocence of peace of our people. It is with our heart that we pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, in honor and remembrance of the veterans departing our ranks who gave a portion of their lives for the defense of our country to attain peace and freedom throughout the world, this flag, which we honor and under which we serve, is the emblem of our unity, our power, our thought, and our purpose as a nation. We are the land of the free and the home of the brave, period. This certifies that the accompanying U.S. United States flag was flown over the battlefields of Afghanistan at Camp Leatherneck during the Enduring Freedom 111 within Helmand Province of Afghanistan on 25 June 2011. Presented to Alan Keelan on behalf of Chief Warrant Officer so-and-so. Signed by Major Mickey and Master Sergeant uh, Coleman. Um, and it is an, an absolute honor of a lifetime to get something like this from them. If you look back at the dates of Afghanistan during that time, that week, this week, on 25 June 2011, there was a mortar attack on Camp Leatherneck. I don't know that this flag was flown that day, but that week when I got this in the mail, I had been watching to see what was happening to, while my friends were there. <laughs> and I'll never forget um, you know, seeing the, the reports of of uh, a mortar attack and a couple of dead, um, and then getting this a couple of weeks later from from my buddy, and it's uh, it is uh, something I will treasure for a lifetime. So I'm I'm honored that I got a chance to share that with you guys. Oh man, that is just absolutely amazing. You've showed me that before, and you've never talked about it. I don't think you've ever talked about it before. Um, and so I appreciate you sharing that with us. I know it's not easy for you to share a lot of those stories. Um, you know, I know you're uncomfortable about talking about it. And uh, I just, you know, I appreciate you even more because you brought that up. So thank you, brother, for serving and much appreciated. And, and God bless our troops and, every, and all of them still serving, of course. Yeah, no doubt. I see uh, my volume's a little low. I apologize for that, guys. Hopefully that's a little bit better. But, yeah, I was probably also not uh, talking into the microphone. Um, but, no, I mean, it's, um, you know, to, what an honor, man. Just what an absolute honor to get, to get something like that. Absolutely, man. Something you'll cherish forever. Absolutely. So yeah. I got um, I got some results back from my knee, bro. Yeah, let's hear it, man. Amazingly, the, the uh, x-ray and the MRI showed it. Nothing abnormal. Awesome. That's freaking awesome, dude. And I that is really good news because if you got a tear or something, dude, you'd be out. You would be out. Yes. It would be very bad. Um, and so I'm really glad that it's good news. I just can't <laughs> I can't sleep, dude. I can't I can barely walk. I can't sleep. I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And I had someone in chat last week when we were talking about this, bro, and they said Check out uh, uh, stretches for your sciatic nerve. Yep. And when I went and got the MRI done, the dude was like, 
your whole your whole leg is feels like it's it's a knife or your knives in it. I'm like, yeah. He goes, that sounds like something in your back. That doesn't sound like something in your knee. And uh, so if you're not getting sound, you probably have the mute button on. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> your yeah, mute there's button. no, there's been no mute button issues. All right, let's not. It's not even jinx. <laughs> all right, we're doing good. So it's been weird. So I, what did I end up doing this weekend, bro? Was a couple of those sciatic nerve stretches, and I actually felt what you're supposed to feel. And that little, it slid over a piece of bone or something, and it instantly, yep. instantly, my leg stopped hurting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's why I've been, I went to a chiropractor, man. That's all I needed was that, that bone spur, that whatever the damn problem is down there to just get off my nerve. And then I felt a hundred times better. Now, do you still have like the inflammation at all in your knee or no? Yeah. Both knees are, I mean, they're just, I think, I think that's permanent. I have like a lot of fluid in my knee and it, I just, it's so weird because it fucking hurts. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a, I'm not a pussy. I don't I it hurts, man, and I don't so I can't there's something still wrong and I got a feeling it's it could be a yeah, a, a disc that I have a compressed disc. My lower two discs are compressed. So that's part of it too, but like I have I have numbing down my whole arm and and in my heel still. So I still have something going on there, but at least it's not a physical tear of the knee because the way that my knee went, like if you can imagine a knee if this is if my hand is your knee, no, let's not. My it, it went like on a forty degree angle sideways. Ow. So the, the fact that I didn't tear something when I did that, I cannot figure that out. <laughs> yeah, God, God bless. Either way, that you don't have that. I know uh, Dawn, my our sister out there, she had two tears in her knee, um, so she knows exactly how that sucks. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look more into stretch. I'm actually honestly, dude, I'm thinking about doing yoga. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, not to be no Cuomo or anything, but it's probably the best thing for you. It really <laughs> could be because I, I mean, all my, you need is to stretch out, man. It makes yeah. a big difference. Well, you know, you remember me. I, I, uh, you know, we used to, as a diver, we used to stretch the hell out of our, out of our muscles and stuff, you know, and, and I still have all that, all that bulk in there, but I don't have the, the, uh, the stringiness of it. And so I think if I were to do more kind of calisthenic style stuff, uh, I might be able to loosen up kind of some of those uh, arthritis problems in my neck and, and back and stuff too. So I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I just got to get on a schedule. It's <laughs> hey, 15 minutes a day, uh, I think of yoga. I don't know if anybody out there does it or uh, someone else said Tai Chi is good also. That would be super cool. I've that looked into really Tai Chi. Cool. I, that's something I might consider. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to get one more MRI uh, to, and make sure that there's something not really messed up in my neck and back. And then – uh uh, once I once I know for sure that it's not a, a you know a complete disaster and I and I you know me working out ain't gonna ain't gonna risk it more then I then I'll probably do that but so anyways I, all I wanted to say was those few things thank you all for the for the thoughts and prayers on that front I uh, figured you guys would be interested to hear some of those stories so there they are let's get to some news for the day bro because there is some very interesting stuff happening today well for sure before we get that I, you said Miguel was out there didn't you yeah. Oh, man, because I want to play this real quick. If he's out there, I mean, and by the way, <laughs> we can't get a copyright because the guy who did the song is literally in chat. So if you have a problem, just ask him. <laughs> but obviously, if you guys didn't know, today is the beautiful first lady Melania Trump's birthday. And um, our friend, uh, Miguelifornia, Michael Beatty, Beatty um, wrote a song. And I wanted to play it for you guys real quick, if you don't mind, brother. 
gonna do that right now. <laughs> Hell yeah! I guess I guess so. Cool. Let's roll. Thank you, Jay. But I'll, I'll look into that too. Absolutely love it. Happy birthday to Melania Trump. God bless the Trump family. <laughs> Denise said USA went from having a sleek sloop to a tug as a floatus. I have no idea what you just said, but I love it. <laughs> man, I just, it sucks because as I was watching the video, I was thinking, man, she, she, in my opinion, and, and not because I love Trump, but she was honestly one of the best first ladies ever. Her be best program and what she did for kids and and more was completely overshadowed, um, of course, you know, by the mainstream media. And she got no attention whatsoever. She was just absolutely amazing, I thought, throughout the entire uh, four years there. Yeah, I mean, it was it's, you know, <laughs> what a what an honor to have America represented by someone not just beautiful, but with just a, a, a massive heart, huge brain, someone who loves America, loves loves people. Um, to whatever it is that we have in there now, it's I'm with I'm with you, Denise. It's uh, when when is uh, when's Biden go to to visit the Queen, Joe? Isn't that next week or the week after? I think that's upcoming here. I can't wait for that to happen. I think it was in May. Yeah, I think it's soon. So that's going to be super interesting for sure. I can't wait to hear Denise just give us her her uh, breakdown of that because that's just going to be epic. I don't have to I don't have to listen to uh, a, a voiceover specialist or a body. Uh, 
body reading specialist that, that comes up with an idea of what's actually happening, you know? I can actually have somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about come on the show and be like, no, look at this little spot right here. See that? That is a sign of this or that. And we'll see how they play it. I have a feeling they'll probably try to be, you know, relatively respectful. The, the, you know, the, the royal family uh, isn't going to use the stage to disrespect Biden. But uh, it's going to the, the, the stark difference between the way President Trump was tweeted <laughs> and uh, how other world leaders have been treated is, uh, is going to be fun to watch for sure. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I, I mean, you know, we've talked about it before, and Biden has tr- truly been the biggest red pill. And you know, I've got we've got plenty of stories to to back that up. That's for sure. Um, you know, as we'll go through our news today. So, did you see that uh, Occam's Razor came back today? Or not yes. Razor, uh, Methods to Madness, excuse me. Oh, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, Methods to Madness. That's what was so weird, man. That was the first time that Methods actually interviewed Red Pill, if you think about it. I think you know, so. Like, yeah. It, he's never had him on his show, so I, I understand why you say Occam's Razor, but I absolutely caught it, and it was good to see those two back together. I know everybody was, you know, trying to make these stories up like, oh, they had a fight, and blah, 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 blah. That has nothing to do with that at all. But uh, honestly, I mean, I love, no, no offense to Craig, but I always loved Red Pill and Methods Conversations. Yeah, they, they both do great jobs. Craig's, Craig does a great job uh, in, in yeah. awaiting uh, Methods return. I'm assuming Methods, at some point, once things settle down for him a little bit, he's got a lot going on, guys. So, uh, you know. Yes, indeed. Um, appreciate that very much. And I really enjoyed uh, the show with Methods. So I'm glad he was back. So if you guys missed that, check that out. I think he does. he's doing 130. And I, I don't know if he's doing what the full schedule is, but uh, make sure you check out uh, the Foxhole.app and uh, Methods to Madness when you guys check, get a chance. Check that out. He's back. Um, the reason why I bring that up is because one of <laughs> the great chatters out there put in the chat, <laughs> Black Lights Matter, when they were talking about the Arizona. <laughs> yeah. So, I, of course, I think it's hilarious. So I made my first meme. My first ever meme. This is it. Black Lights Matter. <laughs> ArizonaAudit.org. So there you go. That, that's great. I absolutely love it. And it's hilarious because if no, everyone's got to be like, what the hell does that mean? And then they're going to look it up and be like, holy shit. So, I mean, great job on that, man. Um, the, the black lights matter. Um, you know, I like, I like the, uh, by, by large man mansions as my number one and, and, uh, black lights matter number two, for sure. Yeah. So we'll get, we'll get Joe to dump that on a gab or, uh, I'll put it on gab later when I get a chance. Uh, so you guys can grab that off of there, but it's in our discord and should be moving its way around the, uh, interwebs now. So check that out when you guys get time. So some interesting stories from the weekend. Let's get into this. John Roberts rule. John Roberts is his rule appears over as SCOTUS takes up a case that will decide gun rights in America. Now, those of you who watch the show loyally know that I've been saying, look, there are some big Supreme court cases coming this year that are going to be massive that are going to strengthen second amendment in America rights forever. This is one of them. Uh, this, this, this uh, is from Red State. After years of Chief Justice John Roberts seeing it as a major gun cases were punted on at the Supreme Court, today marks a major change on that front. SCOTUS has decided to grant certificate cert, cert to uh, a case out of New York dealing with uh, carrying of firearms outside the home. This will be a landmark case 
it will shape the future of rights surrounding gun ownership in America. Um, the Supreme Court on Monday accepted the argument for a New York Second Amendment case, the first major gun rights suits suit before the court in a decade. Blue states like New York have basically made it impossible to get a permit to carry a firearm. They've done that by putting restrictions on getting a permit that mirror the same kinds of games played with voting rights in centuries past. For example, they will require a declaration of a special need to carry for protection. As if it's as as if protecting oneself from a crime-ridden dump that these Democrat areas aren't reason enough. <laughs> of course, yeah. that special need exception is rarely granted by the powers that be. Further, these states are notorious on sitting on permit requests for years at a time to stall the process out. Until recent past, John Roberts, representing the swing vote, has steadfastly refused to allow the court to take up any major gun rights cases going back for over a decade, allowing states to run amok with uh, violating the Second Amendment. That has changed with Amy Coney Barrett being added to the court. The conservative wing, of which Roberts is now a part, now has a major has the power to, to bring up pr- pretty much any case they want. And that's how this case will go. I'm not confident, as others, that the Supreme Court will do the right thing. In some ways, there's little risk here. If SCOTUS comes back with a decision that there is no inherent right to carry in the Constitution, states will just continue to make laws as they see fit. Free states will continue to have some form of constitutional carry, while blue states will keep playing games and violating rights of gun owners. On the other hand, there's a ton to be gained here. If SCOTUS rules that there is an inherent constitutional right to carry a firearm, it will open the floodgates for some form of constitutional carry in Democrat states that currently prohibit it. It is going to be interesting to see how the court rules on this case. Uh, Amy Howe has a really good, she's a I would consider a, a left-leaning centrist. She knows the constitutional law very good, but she does lean towards a liberal leaning. So, But she's pretty fair, for the most part, in her analysis. After over a decade after it ruled the Second Amendment protects the right to have a handgun in the home for self-defense, the Supreme Court agreed on Monday to decide whether the Constitution also protects the right to carry a gun outside the home. The justices announcement that they will take up a challenge to a New York law that requires anyone who wants to carry a gun in the state to show a good reason for doing so sets the stage for a major ruling on gun rights in the Supreme Court's 2021 term. The law at issue is the case of New York Rifle and Pistol Association versus Corlett in a similar to uh, in similar to gun control measures in other states to receive an unrestricted license to carry a firearm, a concealed firearm outside the home. A person must show proper cause, meaning a special need for self-protection. Two men challenged the law after New York rejected their concealed carry applications, and they are backed by a gun rights advocacy group. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit upheld the law, prompting challenges to the Supreme Court for appeal. After considering the case on three different conferences, um, the justices agreed to weigh in, and the announcement came just one day short of one year after the court's ruling in a different challenge brought by the same gun rights group. That case involved New York City's ban on transport of licensed handguns outside the city because the city had repealed the ban before the case reached the Supreme Court. The majority of the court agreed with the city that the challenger's original claims were moot. That doesn't mean that they ruled on it. They just, uh, similar to the, you know, uh, they, didn't, they didn't find it uh, that it needed to be taken up anymore. But nonetheless, they got the law changed in New York for that time, too. So great work being done to strengthen 2A around the country. And this is why when I say, uh, you know, by 
the 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 fear mongers were telling us that Joe Biden's going to put an executive order to take our guns, and you know that that fear mongering that goes along with it is laughable because <laughs> Supreme Court is about to strengthen gun rights for Americans for uh, basically forever. So that's going to be really interesting to see. The other one that I had up here is an article from the Federalist. States can resist red flag gun grabbing if they shun federal handouts. So you're wondering why some of these states are moving towards red flag laws? Well, guess what? They get um, federal handouts, federal kickbacks to to enforce these um, unconstitutional laws on Americans. Very soon, states will be tested to see if they value the rights of their citizens over the dollars the Biden administration will wave in front of them. This is something we need to be very well informed on and be very loud about. Talk to your representatives. Tell them all gun fa- gun flag laws, gun flag, red flag laws are unconstitutional and should not be put into your state's legislature. Do what you can to raise a stink. This is very important. So do me a favor. Grab this. Tell if you're if you're an activist out there. Put this on your social media. Tell your followers to contact their representatives and say, listen, no more red flag laws. This is going to be the fight because they know they can't get it done through the Supreme Court. This is why they're freaking out. (laughs) And so they're going to go after red flag laws in states, and they're going to do what they can to get any kind of movement in that direction. we got to be loud and heard on this. Joe, what's your thoughts on this uh, the Supreme Court case and uh, you know red flag laws and this whole idea of uh, of permission to carry. And you you just nailed it by saying that they're scared. They are literally scared shitless, and they should be. Um, I, you know, we we like you said, we can't guarantee what the Supreme Court's going to do, right? We can't guarantee anything, but this by far, I believe, has the best potential. Um, D. Solara on nine out there says, so let's see what the so called constitutionalists determine. I mean, that's pretty much a great point if you think about it. I mean, are they truly constitutionalists? I think we're about to find out. And if this works out, this could be a huge, huge breaking case, like you said, forever, forever. Well, there's no precedent on concealed carry. Uh, there's very little precedent on on concealed carry laws. So I'm, I'm actually, I have a class scheduled to get my concealed carry. I only have to do the eight-hour class and say, get the veteran discount or whatever instead of the 16-hour. So I'm... I'm in the process of doing it. I'm kind of half thinking, you know what? I might just stick with constitutional carry for now. Screw it. Might be the better way to go. Why pay for it if it's going to be uh, constitutional soon? <laughs> also, big fucking hammer out there. States have controlled uh, that for years. Reagan did away with the open carry in California as governor. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that uh, Reagan. I, I'm not sure that Reagan. That came from state legislature. Reagan may have been the governor and signed it, um, but that came from the state legislature, I think. It's always the leaders that get blamed for everything, you know what I'm saying? But I I also agree with He did sign it, so I'll give you that. States need to determine it. I agree with that. Same thing with the with same thing with the fraud. Yeah. So it's it's a it's important it's a really important case. So I'm gonna keep a close eye on that case. When I see when I hear more about that, I'll get that out to you guys. Um, the other, the other Supreme court case, that's going to be interesting. Robert Barnes dropped this one in the Washington post, just FYI, you know, I'm not a big fan of Barnes in general. I think that guy is, um, is, is, is doing too much harm to, um, trying to get messaging out there by 
putting garbage out there. But anyways, cheerleader Snapchat rant leads to momentous Supreme Court case on on student free speech. So this case is also uh, going to be going before the Supreme Court here in the near future. And this was a case of uh, of a cheerleader who uh, put. Fuck school, fuck softball, fuck cheer, and fuck everything on, a, on her Snapchat, and then got kicked off the team. Um, and the high school cheerleader relegated to the or JV squad, excuse me, for another year, responded with a fleeting fit of frustration. <laughs> it's a 14-year-old kid who's just, you know, acting out and whatever. Um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too proud of my kid if they put something like that on 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 the internet, but that's why I didn't allow my kids to have phones or be on the internet without supervision before they were 18. But Hey, uh, those were, it was a different time back then, I guess. They're trying to be that kind of father right now would just not go over. Well, I suppose, um, instead an adolescent outburst and the adult reaction to it has arrived at the Supreme court where it will determine how the, how the first amendment's protection of free speech applies to off campus activities of the nation's 50 million public school students. So that's going to be an interesting case too. So, you know, I just, I've been trying to caution people against, like, just, you know, destroying the Supreme Court because they didn't rule in a certain way that you thought is the way that they needed to rule. I, it's just not fair to, to make that simplified argument. These Supreme Court cases are much bigger than uh, what you want. It is It has to go by the law, and these courts, justices, do go by the law. Their interpretations of the law may not match with yours, but... I just think it's it's not fair to slam a whole Supreme Court uh, because we didn't get an outcome that we that we deserved or expected. So I hope people will stop bashing SCOTUSes because we are about to go through uh, a a five or ten year period of the greatest conservative Supreme Court justices that have ever been in the court, and it is going to change America going forward. So I just think it's pointless to try to slam these people for for uh, not acting on a on a uh, voting case where it would have they would it would have been the the court that would have determined the outcome of the election, not state legislatures. So I just hope that we can all kind of um, you know uh, come to a a uh, agreement that it's it's just it's purposeless, uh, it's pointless to uh, to go after Supreme Court justices. I, I don't see the the upside in it, but I don't know. Well, the other thing, like Sean Joe just said, the law is the law, right? Well, no need to no need to interpret it. Unfortunately, um, that's not true. Uh, there is precedent based on Supreme Court precedent that people look at that's more important to them. There's uh, um, just lost my train of thought. There's precedent. There's uh, the originalist uh, concept of what is actual originalism and whose version of originalism is it? Is it John Jay's version? Is it Jefferson's version? So. There's, this is this is what democracy is. It's meant to be different viewpoints coming together to 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 um, make it hard to change laws. So it's the Supreme Court isn't meant to be what we want it to be. It's meant to to offer the different perspectives of the legal theory. Now I don't agree with a precedent version or a uh, society has changed, so therefore uh, societal norms should should come into the play of uh of supreme court cases i don't agree with that all i'm saying is is the system is built to allow those different perspectives to shape the future that's how it works that's how it's supposed to work and it's always going to work that way no matter what it's there's always going to be the ginsburgs who would rather um well look i mean there's there's bestiality all over the internet so we must so bestiality must be 
today's norms. So therefore, we must pass laws to allow bestiality, for instance, right? That's, that's the societal norms idea of a Supreme Court justice. That's not the law, <laughs> right? So I don't agree with that. All I'm saying is, is there are different perspectives in the law that are built into the law for a reason, and it's always going to be that way. We, we have to live within the reality that we are faced in front of us. And so that's why I just think, um, you know, I, I just don't think that it's fair to, it's too simple to just say they're not constitutional judges. It's, it's way more complicated than that, and that's all that I'm trying to say, bro. No, I, I totally agree. And I, you know, again, it's that whole, um, I don't know how to explain it, man. There's just people out there that kind of expect things to happen. You know what I mean? Like I expect this. I expect, I, I am not one of those people. I, I've, I've, I've given up on the, I expect this. I expect that. I just, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like as far as people and their expectations yeah, and then when I mean, that it's, gets it's, busted, then they're like, what the fuck and fuck them and oh, da, 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 da. it's like really? Oh, hey, I mean, there's uh, Todd Benson talking to uh, Chanel Rian from the border right now. Oh, nice! Don't we have Todd coming back next week? Yeah, Todd is coming back. Yeah, he's That's on with uh, Chanel Rian right now. Sorry, Todd's. Uh, a, yeah, if you guys aren't following him, by the way, you should be. Yeah. By the way, to to your point though, <laughs> people who don't understand constitutional law expect outcomes to be lawless. <laughs> really? You you have to look at the reality of constitutional law where it's at right now. You can't say, well, it's that is an unconstitutional ruling. I agree with what you're saying. That is unconstitutional ruling, but it is part of the reality of where we're at in the court right now. That's all I'm trying to say. It's not a matter of what 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 you think is right or wrong based on the originalist view. I, I, I'm with you. That's what we need to argue for. That's that's where our grounding comes from in understanding constitutional law. I'm with you on that front. All I'm saying is we have to live in the reality that we live in. Yep. I agree. All right. Leaked recording of Iran's top diplomats offers blunt talk. That's the... <laughs> I mean, they're so uncreative. <laughs> AP is like... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, headline. Let's 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 use a, a segment of the first sentence of my article, so that way I don't have to think. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty much what they do. It's, it's journalism weird. is so dead; it's ridiculous. So this is from AP, but I have three articles up that talk about Iran. This, and I want to show you guys these because this is pretty interesting. Remember the talk about from Iran saying, well, you know what? If you guys don't play the game with regards to the JCPOA, well, we'll just release all the classified documents about uh, the kickback scheme and the rest of stuff that's happening there. Uh, th- this is not exactly that. So don't, I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is, is leaning towards that, you're starting to see some of that kind of stuff coming out of Iran. A recording of Iran's foreign minister offering a blunt appraisal of diplomacy and the limits of power within the Islamic Republic have been leaked providing a rare look inside the country's theocracy. The release of the comments by Mohammed Javad Zarif, a uh, terrorist in his, own, in his own right, set off a firestorm with, within Iran where officials carefully mined their words amid a cutthroat political environment that includes the powerful paramilitary revolutionary guard, ultimately overseen by the country's supreme, supreme leader. Zarif has been uh, suggested as a possible candidate for Iran's June 18th presidential election. So June 18. Um, uh, where's my decoders out there? Someone go uh, to QPost June 18th 
and or around there. CBC and I ran Q posts and drop that for me, please. Outside of Iran, Jarif's comments would also affect talks in Vienna, end up finding a way for Taranta and the U.S. to come into compliance, blah, blah, blah. Um, after the leak became public, Iranian Foreign Minister spokesman Saeed Kadi <laughs> Bazida. Oof. Kadi Bazida, I think. Kadi Zabeda. Something like that. Did not dispute the tape's authenticity. He told journalists on Monday that the recording represented just a portion of a seven-hour interview Zarif gained with well-known economist. Um, Kadi Bazeda, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, called the release of the recording illegal and described it uh, as selectively edited. So um, take that for what it's worth. Portion of the leaked interview uh, aired overnight in Iran's international London-based Farsi language and the satellite. Tehran criticized Iran International for the past airing its uh, militant spokesman stuff. Iran shared uh, a file with a little over three hours of the interview. In the interview, Zarif describes Russia as wanting to stop the nuclear deal. Uh, something apparently so sensitive that he warns the interviewer, you definitely can never release this part. Russia had a frosty relationship with then-President President Barack Obama, yeah, you think, whose administration frosty. secured the deal with the Iranian president, Rasan Rouhani. Uh, Russia and Iran also at times have strained relations despite being battlefield allies, quote-unquote, in Syria. Battlefield allies is not... <laughs> they were kind of uh, helping Assad, but I mean, they were just more destroying villages that are in the way of their pipeline. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, the media isn't going to tell you that story. That's uh, neither here nor there. Yeah, well, there was a there was a uh, several towns of fifty thousand people that were in the way. So, what do they do? Well, they carpet bombed them. <laughs> yep, that takes if, care of that. Yeah. If Iran hadn't become uh, President Trump's priority, China and Russia would have would have become his priority. Zarif said, what? <laughs> that's another AP article. That's why. Yeah. Uh, if because of the hostility of the West, we always need Russia and China. They don't have to compete with anyone. They also uh, they can also enjoy maximum benefits throughout um, through us. So uh, that's part of what the leaked document. Now, MSN had another article. or Actually, this is from the Washington Post uh, out of uh, Istanbul. And leaked audio recordings made uh, Sunday made public Sunday, Iran's foreign minister complained about interference by the Revolutionary Guard Corps in Tehran's diplomatic affairs. <laughs> so Interesting. So AP writes that says there's a, there's a rift between uh, Russia and Iran, and they completely missed the point, the part where the Revolutionary Guard is running the, go- the government. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that's kind of an important thing, you know? Slightly. The audio, which was released by the London-based Iran International News Channel, came from a lengthy interview. We covered that. Um, just trying to, I'm trying to find a spot here. Especially notable were Zarif's barbed comments about Major General Kasim Soleimani, the commander of Guard's elite Quds Force, who now is a splattered pink blast all over the side of a wall, um, a towering figure in Iran's security establishment. Zarif said Soleimani had worked to subvert the nuclear deal by colluding with Russia and by ramping up Iran's intervention in Syria's civil war. So there's that. Then we get this in Iran. Iran's foreign minister says John Kerry told him about his Israeli covert operations in Syria. Huh. Really? Kerry had previously been accused of colluding with Iranian leaders to undermine the Trump administration. Well, it wasn't that he was accused of it. He met with Zarif. Huh. 
he did collude in a shadow government behind the Trump administration. There's no accusation there. He did meet with Zarif, so there's that. Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Zarif uh, claimed in recently leaked audio that John Kerry, when he was serving as Secretary of State of the Obama administration, informed him of more than 200 Israeli operations in Syria. Huh. So wait, you're telling me that Mossad helped stoke the flames of civil war in Syria? Who knew? Kerry had been previously accused of colluding with Iran's leader to undermine Trump. Um, Kerry is now a part of the Biden administration and has a seat at the National Security Council as Special Presidential Envoy for Climate. How do you how do you pull how do you pull that off? Here, I'm going to put you as uh, a part of the National Security Council because climate is a national security issue. So we're going to put Kerry at the table of the National Security Council. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Unbelievable. John Kerry shocked Jarif by revealing that Israel had attacked Iranian targets in Syria more than 200 times, according to leaked audio obtained by the New York Times. Now, the Iranian targets that we talked about were those over at by Damascus Airport. Every time they would fly in a new shipment of weapons... <laughs> Israel would blow it up. So it was kind of funny to watch because they just kept doing it. They just kept flying planes into into Damascus, and then you'd hear major explosion up by Damascus airfield, or another uh, another airfield just north of there flattened. Um, so <laughs> that was part of it. But there's other covert operations, no doubt that they're not talking about here. They're talking about that one because they don't want to talk about the other covert operations. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, most of the time. Uh, Jarif's foreign ministry has relegated the job of marketing. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, gotta love it. So there you go. There's uh, kind of the international stories for the day. I know you had a couple that were international as well. Let me get the floor over to you, bro, and uh, fit some international news blitz stories, and then we'll get uh, to your news blitz here in about uh, five minutes. Yeah, I just had a couple of interesting stories. Um, this one that actually uh, Glenn dropped me as well. I got four stories, four quick stories about crypto. This one that Glenn just dropped me out of the journal, Mon, is it Monmouth County Prosecutor's Office makes arrests for cryptocurrency seizures. So the Monmouth uh, County Prosecutor's Office uh, became the first New Jersey uh, state agency to make cryptocurrency seizures in two separate cases originating in 2017 and 2018. Now, in 2021, this office is the first state agency to complete the forfeit and liquidation of cryptocurrencies from the 2018 case announced uh, the prosecutors. So just interesting. There's, I mean, there's 500 grams of Coke, $50,000 uh, that's worth $50,000, marijuana, all kinds of cash vehicles that were seized in this as well. But there was also some stories um, worldwide uh, that are interesting as well. Whoops. Real quick, um, before you get off of that yeah. one, I got an article from Yahoo Finance. You can leave that up. I'll just drop this out there in the chat for everyone. The crypto ecosystem is still in, in its infancy. Are you looking to invest in maybe the the uh, foundational uh, things around crypto? Well, here's how you can do it. There are three uh, three um, exchanges, uh, Huobi, I think, H-U-O-B-I, uh, Binance, and OKEX are the top three um, companies that if you want to get involved in not exactly crypto, but the, the uh, infrastructure behind crypto, grab that article and you can find out how you can invest in the, uh, you know, the, the, the structure of crypto. 
Exactly. So this one, uh, interesting as well, out of Turkey, arrest four people linked to crypto exchange. Is it VBitcoin? I think that's how you say it. Yeah. VBitcoin and fraud probe. So this was super interesting, too. Uh, VBitcoin is one of two cryptocurrency platforms being investigated in Turkey. In Turkey, authorities have uh, detained a total of 83 people since last Thursday as part of a separate investigation by Istanbul prosecutors into Thodex. Uh, that's Thodex cryptocurrency platform over claims that it defrauded users. So another interesting story there. And then, oh, that was the red light one. JP Morgan, who we've been discussing um, a little bit lately, um, after d- basically bashing crypto, they decided that they wanted to get in on it now. So now JP Morgan is saying that they they are going to, um, as as in the news that hitting just as Bitcoin prices climb back up on Sunday dip. So um, CoinDesk reported Monday that JP Morgan Chase uh, will soon launch its own actively managed Bitcoin fund, making JPM the latest U.S. mega bank to embrace hawking crypto assets uh, rather than struggling to co-opt blockchain technology for its own purposes. Man, there's just so much going on we right now. We talked about with- this with uh, with um, Robert last what two weeks, week and a half ago, I guess now. Um, and and this is what's happening. The uh, you're watching Bloomberg and these other places. They have these official like heads of they these guys experts know what they're talking about, and they're all like, stay away from crypto, stay away from crypto. And and meanwhile, behind the scenes, they're investing in crypto. So you know. Um, I, at that point is a point where where I felt like it was time for me to get involved because I was like, you know what, the, if, if J.P. Morgan and all these institutional investors are starting to invest in the foundation of crypto, there's more here than just speculative uh, hope and dreams that, that someday, you know, you might hit it big. And it's it's don't invest in crypto if you're planning on on, you know, day trading it, buy it, leave it and don't touch it for the next 10 years. That's 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 how you got to look at it. But it's, it's you're putting money into a 10 year investment. If you look at it that way, you'll do fine. Um, you know, all my crypto was down. I was I was at a loss of everything until today. It's up 25 percent today. So not bad. Basically back even. And I'm going to leave it there. I, I, I watch it just to see what it's doing. But but I mean, you, I, I got I got fifteen hundred digibyte for, I think, 200 bucks, less than 200 bucks, um, fifteen hundred times uh, uh, ten thousand. <laughs> Is a is a nice little uh, change from from uh, you know two hundred. So um, you know, ten years from now, who knows? Maybe I'll have uh, you know some money I can put into the kids' uh, you know retirement funds. Yep, exactly. But like you said, that's one of those things that you got to put away and just forget about it. Indeed, um, Joe. Let's do your uh, rapid fire at the top of the hour. Um, I got two more articles that I want to get to real quick. Cool. And then at the second half, we'll get to uh, your news blitz we'll, or your rapid fire segment. We'll kick that off and then we'll take calls from you guys. And I got a couple other articles that we can use as topics. If uh, if you guys don't feel like talking today, I understand Monday's are easy, busy for a lot of people. So this one, I, it's worth the time, though. FBI could have paid FBI. Someone could have paid for Seth Rich's murder releases Seth Rich files over the weekend. I think this happened Friday when when a bunch of documents were released that were highly redacted, as always. 
If there's nothing to see here, why they have so much redacted, you, it just fucking pisses me off. I'm working on trying to get Matt Couch on. Um, gave that dude a big hug over in D.C. Got a chance to talk to him a couple times, so hopefully I can get him on at some point here. Uh, the FBI released the records of murdered F- DNC staffer Seth Rich, with, which the agency had previously claimed didn't exist. The FBI documents released over the weekend appear to show that an undisclosed entity either wanted to pay or actually paid a lot of money to get Seth Rich killed. The files show that the top DOJ officials met in 2018 to discuss Rich's murder, and investigators found no suspicious conduct by Rich before he died. Rich was shot dead in front of his D.C. home in 2016. Democrats in the mainstream media have baselessly dismissed Rich's murder as a conspiracy theory and claimed it was a robbery, although none of his valuable items was taken. However, the FBI documents appear to suggest Rich could have been a victim of foul play tied to D.C. politics. Uh-huh. You think? Yeah, guys, I, I still got 15 minutes before the first call, so if you if you don't mind hanging out for that, that period of time, we'll get you in there. Uh, Democrats in the mainstream media, the area within the DNC where Seth Rich was working was one where he would have had access and been able to see what the Democrat Party was doing, and just as it happened in 2020, was happening in the 2016 election, says uh, Debbie Gorgatis, um, which was the electronic manipulation of voter tabulation, tabulation software, or in plain English, in plain English, You've got to say the word English in English in order to say in plain English. Electronic manipulation of votes. That is what Seth Rich had proof of. That is why he was murdered. Hmm. Interesting. Rich died over an hour after he was gunned down after uh, two people, including I think it was the, oh, fuck, I forgot who they were. Donna Brazil and was it the mayor? I I can't remember who she was with showed up at, at Seth Rich's uh, hotel room or at his uh, uh, hospital bed, and suddenly he was dead. The FBI confirmed he had been tech- heavily intoxicated at the time he was shot, and because of that, he was not able to assist the police officers before he succumbed to his injuries. Uh-huh. The FBI also noted someone took Rich's laptop after his murder, but it's unclear if any files were deleted from it. Mm-hmm. Attorneys now demanding the FBI hand over more than 1,000 remaining federal documents related to the Rich's murder investigation, but it remains to be seen whether or not the Bureau will comply. So that is the status of the Seth Rich case that I wanted to get to you guys out there. The fact that he uh, may have had proof. Bowser, the mayor of D.C., thank you, Rebel Fire. I thought that was right. I just wanted to make sure that I got that right. Uh, Losi, Elixir, thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Um so do me a favor. Um, don't let don't let Seth Rich's name die in vain. Help me spread this article out there. May Seth Rich rest in peace, and may God continue to watch over his family. Uh, there is that one. The other one that I wanted to get to today, Joe, was this one: top ten sickening details about how federal employees trafficked baby parts. What? It's fucking unbelievable, man. We we covered a little bit of this. Um, last week when uh, Eddie Heipel, this beautiful young lady here, wrote an article similar to this. But new emails uncovered by Judicial Watch's FOIA request detail how FDA employees were working with buyers to get fresh aborted baby organs for, for experiments. That's right. That's what's going on with, uh, with abortion. It's all about um, the, the, the skin pigment that is uh, a special advantage. Uh, to people, and it's it's all about um, 
genocide of the black race. That's what abortion is, period. And what should have been a national headline, the exposure of the U.S. government's involvement in trafficking aborted baby bodies is now even more newsworthy following Friday's announcement from the White House. At President Biden's direction, the Department of Health and Human Services reversed the Trump administration's policy protecting preborn Americans from the callous dehumanization of organ harvesting and further desecration of their bodies in research disguised as science. Boy, do I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. This sickening decision now gives license to our best and brightest government researchers, quote-unquote, and agencies, those in charge of steering the country towards medical breakthroughs, um, and uh, scientific progress to use skin, brains, eyeballs of children in research that affects us all and is funded by our money. For this very reason, we must know the full extent of how federal agencies trafficked aborted baby parts. These top 10 shocking examples come from the latest emails uncovered by Judicial Watch's FOIA. We covered that FOIA on Friday. The FDA paid $2,000 per baby. There you go. Cost of a human baby life, $2,000. At times, it added up to 12000 if it was a box of harvested organs. Isn't that great? Yeah. Wonderful, isn't it? This, this is our country that we live in. FDA bought organs of dismembered baby, babies. There's a price tag for those. Brain, $325. Isn't that nice? How about a thymus, $325. A liver, one a lung? Oh, yeah, we got you. Remember the person that was part of the Planned Parenthood that, that filmed uh, for James O'Keefe the truth that this was happening and got fired and uh, house raided and all kinds of shit? Hmm. Funny how that works. ABR sold the skin of a 21-year-old Down syndrome baby. Isn't that great? Wait, my baby has Down syndrome? Kill it! The FDA wanted fresh babies. Here's an email leaked showing uh, the cost of the more fresher specimens. Yes, isn't that wonderful? Fucking unbelievable, man. The FDA asked for organs from late-term babies. The conscience of many pro-choice Americans has historically been alleviated by the assurance that most abortions occur when the baby is not viable. Wait a minute. Why would they want to use these organs if it's not a viable baby, you fucking moron? Piece of shit. Oh, God. These Satanists and these people who have no God in their life just disgust me to their core. The FDA brought skulls of second trimester babies. Here's a receipt for those. There you go. Isn't that great? Yes, it's for, it's for, uh, it's for science. Uh, busy abortion clinics produced awful specimens. Yes, because, you know, there's, you don't have time to really, you know, you, you just kind of got to rip them apart, throw them into uh, some ice and call it a day. This is, the, this is, this is where our, our, uh, our science is right now. FDA requested boy organs. To create humanized mice. There we go. There's science. We need, a, we need a mice with a dick on it. That's what we need. What the fuck is going on, dude? Unreal. Uh, the last two. Uh, FDA ABR employees called aborted babies amazing. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. We need more aborted babies. Kill more babies. That's our society now. Taxpayers paid for FDA trips to humanized mice workshops in Europe. That's what we need. We need to humanize mice. Actually, you know, we, can we humanize Democrats? Can we can we start with human beings trying to humanize them? Because it's clear to me 
that our society doesn't humanize humans. There you go, guys. There's your uh, important news stories of the day. I got a couple more for you after the top of the hour. Do me a favor. Please also grab this one, spread it far and wide, and, you know, man, just tell people what the hell is going on in this country. Are you seeing this? What this, what this is made up, this is leaked emails from the FDA. Thank you, Tom Fenton and Judicial Watch, for your great work. Joe, any comments mm. on those two? A couple articles before we kick it to a rise of tire. <sighs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I mean, it, it just it, it just hits you like, is this real? Is this really happening? And and sadly, it's true. And And, you know, people out there can say whatever they want about conspiracy theorists. But that freaking that that right there just basically proves what we've been saying all along. Yeah, it is Planned Parenthood that that helps coordinate this. You're absolutely right, uh, Gambria and uh, Disolara. God bless you. Thank you for joining us here today. Appreciate you. See your great comments out there. Thanks for joining us. RiseAttireUSA.com. Check it out. That is the official show sponsor of UncensoredAid.com and Brothers Uncensored. Do me a favor. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com. Buy something cool for yourself. Get some Methods gear. Get some Foxhole gear. Get some Red Pill gear. They got all kinds of other cool shit there as well. And then when and, and when you check out, do discount code ABWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E. You'll get a 10% discount. You'll help the channel out, and you'll get some sweet shit. Rise Attire. Check them out. Here's the advertisement. Oh, that ain't the advertisement. Let's, let's try this one. We've reached a pivotal moment in the Great Awakening. Culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago, but now... We see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil. So, get in. We're hijacking it back for the cause. Here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to Clown World. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium, top shelf, cut and sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil free, guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code ABEWAY for 10% off your first purchase. RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you guys get time. Please do me a favor. Go to their website and check it out. Also do me a favor. Go to our website. We have our official uh, gear now uh, for sale. So when you go to the website, go to BrothersUncensored.com at the very top. Click on the store and then you got to click again because I'm I don't know how to do websites basically um so click on it again it'll bring you to the store brothers uncensored at on uncensoredave.com get yourself some sweet gear represent help spread the the uh, brothers uncensored show uh let me get um rapid fire segment open we'll get Joe's rapid fire going we'll get your guys' calls I sorry we're running late today guys it's monday
Kristen Nice. Uh, discount code is ABEWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E, at RiseAttireUSA.com. Joe, what do you got for us in the Rapid Fire segment today? All right, man. Let me try to get through this as fast as possible. Good news in Chicago. Only 10 people killed last week. Uh, so that's good news. That's down from <laughs> down from the previous week. Um, so a total of, let's see, a total of 50 homicides have happened in April in Chicago alone. Total shot of 259 people, 213 shot and wounded, 46 shot and killed. Unfreaking believable just never ceased to amaze me when I check on this every Monday. Lots of interesting stuff going out in the news today. Lebanon's central bank chief brother accused of embezzling 300 million from the bank. That's right. You heard that, right? Switzerland's attorney general is investigating allegations that Lebanon's central bank governor and his brother embezzled more than 300 million from the institution through transactions to a mysterious offshore company. <laughs> Uh huh. Interesting. Yeah. There's, uh, so there's your funding for uh, the uh, uh, Hezbollah in in uh, and in Syria. Just spit it out. Yeah. Just you know anywhere they wanted to go, really. Yeah, I man. Yeah. And another interesting one: the uh, the Swiss Migros Bank settles German charges it aided tax dodge dodgers. So uh, Switzerland's Migros Bank agreed to pay German justice authorities around $2.9 million to settle allegations. It allowed German clients in the past to hide assets from the tax man, the bank said on Monday. (laughs) Uh, The Panama Papers and that whole money laundering scam of the world is now being exposed for the public to see, and it is beautiful to watch. It literally is. It literally is. This is a huge story, man. Uh, I want to try to cover this a little bit. FC uh, Financial Crimes News, former Worth Township supervisor charged in a red light camera bribery probe. If you don't know where Fort Worth is, that's in Illinois here where I'm at. So this guy, John O'Sullivan, was accused of conspiring with longtime political operative Patrick Dotery and an executive representative, oh, oh, an executive representing red light camera company, Safe Speed LLC, to pay 4000 in bribes in exchange change for the official support of Oaklawn trustee to add red light cameras at additional intersections. This whole thing is huge because um, if you get a chance, if you're in Illinois, you got to be interested in this. If you get a chance, this article is amazing. Um, Believe it or not, it's by the Chicago Tribune. I was so surprised because they actually did some legwork and checked on the previous on how all this stuff is starting to come out. So they do a really good job in it, but just super interesting, man. That is a massive story that um, it's it's, the fact that Chicagoans aren't paying attention to shit like this. They're too busy. I don't know what the fuck they're doing to be completely honest with you. I, I, they have, they're just not paying attention, but this is happening right in front of their eyes. And basically what this is, is Burke Periwinkle Madigan mafia, and the rest of the crime family in Chicago basically had a kickback scheme for uh, red light cameras in Chicago. So they paid a company um, uh, basically a, a bribe that they had them kickbacks in, in return. Uh, and then uh, Madigan puts a tax hike in place and then they use that again as further kickbacks. It, this is a massive, massive scandal in Illinois. You would think every Chicagoan would be like, Man, this shit just pisses me off because I can't even, you know, half the time these cameras take pictures and you're in Chicago in in uh, rush hour traffic and you can't get two feet 
and you get caught in an intersection, and you get a, ma- a letter in the mail with a ticket. It, it's yep. just unconstitutional at its core to begin with. Uh, it's the surveillance uh, state that this was used for, and then they had kickbacks to the Madigan crime mafias as well. Yep, and these are also, uh, well, don't forget Richard Lewandowski, who was also um, charged in that as well in the same uh, probe. And then um, O'Sullivan served as a brief stint as an appointee in the state house lawmaker and voted as a lame duck in January 2011 for the 67% income tax hike driven by Madigan then. Imagine that, huh? All one big fucking happy family. Can't figure out why people are fleeing Illinois. Joe, drop that one into uh, into the different chats there. Uh, or just one of them, and I'll grab it and put it in the rest. That's a, that's a really important story. Help spread the word on that one, please. Yep, I got it dropped in Foxhole, and I got it dropped in DLive for you. Cool. So let me move on to the next one, also by a financial crime new, uh, news. Former Indonesian minister stands trial in COVID-19 food aid bribery case. <laughs> just... It, it's never ending. So prosecutors from the corruption, uh, we'll just call it the KPK, accused former social affairs minister Juliar, Juliari Batubara of accepting bribes up to $2.23 million from contractors supplying COVID-19 food aid packages to people in need. And the first hearing is going to be on Wednesday, April 21st. All kinds of fraud out there. Unbelievable. This is in Indonesia too. There's a lot happening. That's with the one MDB scandal was part of part of all actually that's before all that. So I don't think that's actually tied together, but the similar to what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So at the border, um, <laughs> this is super interesting little uh, tidbit by again, uh, Kaylee McEnany, who I absolutely love, but they're talking about how they're getting these books called superheroes are everywhere when they're coming over the border by Kamala Harris, right? Well, check out what uh, Kaylee says about this. Oh, shoot. Hang on a sec. Let me make sure I got this shared right. Oh, good thing I checked because I didn't. So this is interesting. Let me play this real quick, brother. Yeah, uh, one of the lines in that book that these children are receiving is in times of trouble, superheroes always show up. Uh, Well, the superhero Kamala Harris has not shown up for the 14 to 17-year-old girls in a migrant facility in Houston that had to be shut down because they were having to use the bathroom in bags and they were not allowed to stand up from their beds. Uh, The superhero didn't show up for them. The superhero didn't show up for the four- and five-year-old who was tossed by a smuggler over a 14-foot wall. Superhero didn't show up. Superhero didn't show up uh, for the kids who are victims of violence, 60% who are victims of violence as they make that dangerous journey. Uh, Superheroes not showing up because of covid she says. Uh, What a lame excuse. I've been on the vice president's plane. It's perfectly safe for her to go down there. And even if you put aside the fact that she's vaccinated, we've talked about on this panel, our frontline workers didn't stop working during the pandemic. Our healthcare workers, our police officers did not. Why is it fair for the highest office in the land, our elected officials, not to show up? It is an excuse and it is quite sad. Because she doesn't know what to do. Boom. (laughs) That's the first time I've heard Faulkner I don't agree with what she says, but she said she just said it straight up. She don't know what to do. She don't. She don't have a fucking clue. I mean, she she never has. You put somebody who has is clueless about how to how to affect policy uh, for the positive of people. She's never done that. I just thought that was awesome. Them too. I tell you, man, that's the only reason I will ever watch Fox now is because Kaylee's on there. Absolutely love her. So moving on to the next one, Breitbart Michigan mask requirement extended to toddlers takes effect. 
So last week, the Michigan uh, MDHHS, the Human Services, announced it would expand its current mask mandate to include children ages two to four amid surging cases in the blue state. Children under five were previously exempt. This is absolutely bullshit and should be. Uh, all right, Every parent in Michigan should give the big F you to anybody who tells their child to put a fucking mask on. Tell them to mind their own fucking business. Exactly. We all heard about the Maricopa madness going on. New judge on the case was appointed by the former Democrat governor, Janet Napolitano, and uh, the set sets hearing in the case for tomorrow. So, yeah, in case you didn't know, um, <laughs> the, the judge that was overseeing that uh, got dismissed. But the downside is, is this Daniel Martin was appointed by Napolitano in 2007. So it's just another deep state Democrat that's running and, you know, running this behind the scenes crap, which is not a surprise, really. Yeah, not very much, um, but we'll see how this plays out. It's interesting. Super interesting. Um, two of these real quick. Uh, Department of Justice in North Carolina. Harnett man pleads guilty to child production of child pornography. Um, <laughs> what's interesting is that in this, this they searched this guy's house. And they found Polaroid pictures of nude minor children dating back to the late 60s and early 70s. Wow. Wow. Uh, another Every one day. out of, yeah, another one out of Florida as well. And Ocala, Ocala, which is kind of near dad, senior United States district, uh, Terry George Zimmerman, 73, was sentenced to 19 years and seven months in federal, uh, prison for federal or possessing materials depicted sexual exploitation of children. Uh, Zimmerman was also sentenced to life term of supervision, uh, ordered to register as a sex offender and to pay $21,000 in restitution. So there's two of them today. Uh, we already talked about, oh yeah, Doug Collins. So he's not going to be running. That was super interesting. That came out. He said, I'm announcing today that I will not be the candidate for any office in the next election cycle. That was, uh, straight from Doug Collins. That's, that's interesting. That yeah, is interesting. He's got his eyes on VP, maybe for twenty. I was wondering. I was wondering. Two other quick ones: over four million dollars, four million dollars worth of meth found in a funky pickles by border agents. Um, so that's exactly right. Uh, there's a tractor trailer carrying funky pickles on April seventeenth. U.S. Uh, Customs and Border Protection inspected a traffic trailer. The shipment pickled cucumbers, uh, <laughs> and it wasn't pickled cucumbers, as you can tell, $4 million. Man, every day it seems like you talk about a major bust, dude. That's amazing. Speaking of a major bust, the Oscars, <laughs> <laughs> the raids plummeted to an all-time low. That's right. According to uh, Variety, uh, citing early Nielsen numbers, an average of 9.8 million viewers watched the show Sunday, which is a 58.3% discount un- or a percentage uh, off of last year. Just unbelievable. That's all I got for you on the rapid fire. Almost 24 million last year, bro, and they couldn't even top 10 million this year. <laughs> Big F you to fucking Hollywood. You got to love it. Fuck Hollywood. Exactly. Got to love you it. You got to love it, man. It, that is, that, that is uh, the people are awakening just everywhere you see it, dude. Everywhere you look. If you All you got to do is look. People are awakening. You got to fucking love it, bro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. 
Uh, just to finish off your news blitz with the last things that I had for topics today, if you guys want to call in, go ahead. i got a couple in here that I'll be uh, hopping in here in just a moment, but just some other topics that you guys might want to see. Blue states to lose power in Congress from the census results. A very important story uh, from the census. Basically, a number of seats in the House of Representatives are going to be uh, a little bit different, which is why they were working so hard to have illegals be counted. But nonetheless, it's going to change for the better for America. So that is good news for sure. The bit the, the big Pentagon internet mystery now partially resolved. Uh, some of you out there, if you're listening, do me a favor, grab that article. And if you're a digger, you're going to want to dig into that one. I'm just going to point that one out. Navy to experiment with information warfare commanders operating from maritime operations centers. Huh. Hmm. After seeing how effective it is for information warfare commander to operate within a carrier strike group, the Navy will now experiment with placing an information warfare commander in its maritime operations center. Uh, Another story that I thought many of you out there, I'll put the number up in just a moment. Give me a second. Uh, may be interested to hear about that one as well. Interesting news headline. Why Illinois is in trouble? Well, because... (laughs) 122,258 public employees earned $100,000 plus last year, costing taxpayers $15.8 billion despite not working, working from home. 120,000 public employees earned over $100,000. There you go. That's how you get rich. Salaries and pensions in Illinois. This is a really good article about what's happening in Illinois. If you want to grab that one, there's the link to that one. Wow. Uh, Unbelievable. There's a lot to that story. I, I really kind of want to read that, but we'll see if we have time. Dash cam footage shows Representative Jewel Jones resisting arrest after drunk driving. Oops. <laughs> this is a representative out of Michigan. Uh, the, you know, come on. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Don't give a shit. That didn't work. That, that did not go nope. over well. <laughs> nope. So there you go. There's some of the great topics from the news today. Happy Monday, guys. It's been a lot of stuff going on out there. So with that, let's get the calls moving. Let me get the number up on the screen for you guys, and we'll get uh, our buddy Glenn in here to let us know what he found to be interesting in the news today. How are you today, Glenn? God bless you. God bless you. Hey, hey, Alan and Joe. Not much today, I guess, but uh, why do they call it the Friday dumps? Because it always seems like Monday is the dump day. Uh, and you didn't butcher the name of the town too badly. It was hey, Glenn County. Uh, your mic is now really low. I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, okay. Let me see if I can crank it up, Glenn. Uh, there you go. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to have it right next to my mouth then. That works. All right. You didn't butcher the, te- uh, the, uh, name of the County too bad. It's Monmouth County, but that's not too bad. Uh, and when you were talking about the whole Chicago bit, song came to my mind of uh, the night Chicago died. <laughs> oh, I wish. I honestly wish. I mean, not not like the whole town of Chicago, but I wish politics in Chicago would die because this has been going on way too friggin' long with this Madigan Mafia. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're all busy uh, concerned with this, that, and the other thing. They can't look at everything all at one shot time, so you can't get anything done. And don't worry, Joe, uh, Abe, uh, Monday happened to me. Boy, did it happen to me this morning on my show. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Sometimes uh, you have those days. You just got to fight through them, my friend. Yeah, I know. First, I had to buy my new software that I was on a trial and I forgot about. 
then uh, restream died, then this happened, and that happened. I couldn't even do a. I couldn't even do my opener right. <laughs> it was one of those days. Now you were talking about um, the census data that just came out. That's how we got this. Uh, states gaining seats. Texas is plus two. Carolina is one. Colorado is one. Oregon is one. Montana is one. Florida is one. And California, New York, Illinois, Michigan, Ohio, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania are all losing one. Good stuff. Uh, that, That's important. Yep. Right. Now, uh, this happened on Friday, but uh, the Indian prime minister put a 21-day quarantine down. In other words, they locked down the uh, the country. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of people going with that uh, resurgence of the virus all around the world. It's coming. They're gonna they're gonna shove it down our throats again. It's the second mutation. No, third or fourth, I think by now. Third but, uh, mutation, fourth <laughs> mutation, fifth actually twentieth, isn't it? COVID nineteen, COVID twenty. Uh, uh, who knows? Yeah. A uh, little interesting note here: uh, PayPal suspended donations to volunteer rangers providing armed security during the Arizona audit. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, OAN reported today that uh, fraud was found in Arizona. Uh, They didn't say much on that. And then uh, I went to log in to the Arizona audit site yesterday, and it seems like McAfee is blocking me, or was blocking me. More Russian election interference, I guess. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, well, the first, take... it's just real quick. You said McAfee. That was your first problem. <laughs> I know. I know it's a Russian company, but it's been real good to me for, for nah, years now. Up until the last couple of years. The last couple of years has been iffy. <laughs> well, virus programs are basically data miners, man. They're, they're worthless. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, YouTube has taken down three, uh, three TV channels tied to Russia per the request of the Ukraine government. Uh, athletes are going to be banned from taking a knee or raising a fist at Tokyo Olympics. Good. Uh, Japan had another volcano blow up. Uh, you told you talked about uh, Turkey and the Vivit coin already. Uh, That's amazing! All these Bitcoin stories coming out, man. Like I can't go through a news cycle without mentioning something about cryptocurrencies. Right. Uh, the woman that was saved by that hero cop that shot the other girl with a knife. Well, she's getting death threats now. Wow. Uh, you already talked about the major gun case. Uh, and Fauci says the, I just saw a report earlier that Fauci says the risk of outdoor contamination is low. Uh, Going back to Kerry, well, he's a traitor and a spy, and we knew it for years. Yep. yep. Uh, I think that's all I got today. I dumped most of the rest of it into your uh, into your uh, uh, news channel on Discord, so you saw all of those. Uh, but uh, I don't have anything else for you guys today. Just a quick news break. Cool, man. I appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it, Glenn. How was your weekend, man? Oh, my weekend was great. I'm sitting here uh, reorganizing all my uh, music files so I get rid of all the duplicates. Oh, my God. I I have to do that, and it would take me – I don't even know how long it would take me to do it. 
It's going to take me at least a month because there used uh, to be an automatic way to do it, man. Well, there is not really an automatic way no. to do it because uh, song titles, uh, the file names may be different, but the song tracks are the same, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And what I had to do was because I had a disc crash uh, a couple months ago where I had to recover everything. I recovered as much as I could, and that created massive duplication massive because yep. i was taking it from my server my backup drives same thing happened to me I, I moved uh i had I, I had probably i don't know 200 gig of of rare uh live appearances and all kinds of stuff i lost it all and then I, my one of my buddies had pretty much everything that i had he came, when he came over I, I dumped it all into a solid state drive so i have it all now but now all of his shit's mixed with all of my shit as well as somebody else's shit, and it's a giant mess. But uh, oh, I'm yeah. with you there. I wish there was a way to fix that. But, uh, Glenn, I appreciate uh, your, your call no today. We'll get to another Joe, call, bro. I'm sorry I missed you and the Texan last night, but 10 o'clock is when I go to bed. So i gotta, <laughs> I got to figure out a time somewhere along the line where uh, Foxhole isn't quite so busy, uh, and I'm not doing a show where I can listen to your show. Yeah. No problem. It's, it's a lot of fun, man. It's just... Some kind good old country music. Um, people who are asking in chat, what is your uh, your D Live, Glenn? Let everybody know. My D Live is who underscore cares underscore news. Who underscore cares underscore news. Go check them out on D Live. Good stuff, Glenn. Really appreciate I'll drop the it. Call. Out in uh, D Live and in Foxhole in a minute. Thanks, awesome. Glenn. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, no problem. I appreciate it myself. It's it's just a music show, uh, basically going back to old-time radio, where you do a lot of music and a little bit of news and maybe a little chat, but it's not uh, nothing that would make you think first thing in the morning before you had your coffee. Sounds good, Glenn. Thank you for joining us today. Have a great day. You too, guys. Have fun. Much love, Glenn. Appreciate All it. All right. Let me get uh, – oh, I lost – what the hell happened? I lost a text, and he might have gotten uh... – yeah, and Jay Bell said that she was connecting to car audio or something happened. She was going to call in as well. So I don't know, something happened there. She says she hung up. Gotcha. What's uh, happening, fellas? Hey, what's going on? Who am I talking to? This is Navy Vet. Hey, what's up, oh, man? What's up, Navy Vet? How are you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Not bad for a Monday. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, man, I know. And on top of that, it's month in in the mortgage business, so it's just a double whammy. Uh, yeah, so we're super busy, I bet. Yeah, I just want to call in to kind of piggyback off what you guys are talking about, how people are just really starting to see the big picture. Um, I'm really not on Facebook, but a buddy of mine called me earlier today, and he's like, dude, you know those challenges they do on Facebook where, you know, they don't want to talk about politics, so they drop a picture of your dog or whatever. They got one right now where it says, are you turning to God during these tribulation times if so copy paste and put your scripture he said that there right now there's like three and a half million reposts of it wow holy cow yeah so definitely man people are definitely like i said god slapping the shit out of people right now 
They are Absolutely. they are being forced to see the reality of the world we live in all around them. It's it's amazing to watch, man. It is, dude. And I'm just so glad I'm awake, bro. Because if I wasn't, I don't know, man. I have, I I don't know. I'd probably be in a mental institution or something. Well, uh, as, as the diligence set out there, it's that twenty thousand uh twenty thousand foot view, right? Not quite forty. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it is, but you gotta you gotta maintain that. It's super important, and that's why we always. I mean, it's hard to report the news right now, but we always try to find the positives. And if you can find those little positives, you're gonna start to see yeah. that shit starting to open up. Oh, dude, seriously. You know, and my wife, she's red pilled because of what I do, but she just doesn't want to hear it. So, um. We, 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 we take Uber when we go drink or whatever and no shit, bro. The three times that we took Uber when I was with her, all three drivers either knew of Q or followed Q. And that's when she's like, okay, I'm convinced this shit's real. So, that's, you know, that's awesome. I know, man. I just think that just people, you know, it's, and then you got Lim Wood out there and yeah, dude, it's, it's a beautiful time for sure. I'm excited to see what this this stuff's going to turn out in Maricopa. Hopefully there's no shenanigans. I just think it's sus that the Democrats couldn't come up with a million dollars. Where's their money? Where's their money? Yeah. Is it seized? Hey, Leah. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Leah, good to see you out there. Um, where? Hold on. Where did this go? I just It just skipped on me. Um, curious cat. Ah, you just answered my question. Gavin Newsom facing recall. I, is there an update on this right now? Is that what you're saying? Let me let me grab this Navy vet. Hold on, stand by for a moment. Gavin yeah, Newsom ahead. facing recall election after enough voter signatures are verified. Really? Oh. Nice verified. Watch California. Holy Watch shit! Cali, Cali. Propelled by grow, growing voter frustration over California response to COVID-19, a Republican-led drive to remove Gavin Newsom from office collected enough voter signatures to qualify for the ballot, triggering uh, for only the second time in the state's history a rapid-fire campaign to de- decide whether to oust a sitting governor. Recall backers submitted more than 1.495 million votes, verified voter signatures, equal to 12% of all the ballots cast in the last election. Holy shit. That's a huge recall number. Um, Through the recent polls uh, show only 40%. Yeah. Blah, blah, with your fucking polls. But there you go, guys. Uh, Thank you for uh, for dropping that on us. Curious. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Joe, I caught your show last night. I actually became friends with Texan this weekend on, on do, but that guy's amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, man. I saw you out there. I was so glad you joined us. Um, you know, like I said, when Texan, Texan and I were going to do a show, we had no idea we were going to do this and it seems like a lot of people enjoy it. So I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you yeah, stopping got, by last night, man. Yeah. I got country roots, man. I'm from Texas. Awesome. So, and awesome. it's funny because he knew who Mark Nestler was. Yes. Mark Nestler was a songwriter. He wrote a lot of songs for some of the top uh, country artists. Before it was all infiltrated, but and you also have uh, some family or something that was involved. Yeah, yeah. My dad, um, my dad had a country band, um, and he played at a bar in Comas Mill, Texas, which 
George Jones owned because George Jones is from Thomas Neal. So my dad was friends with George Jones and yeah. And they used to hunt together. They used to deer hunt together. Very cool, man. Very so, cool. But yeah, man, just want to call in and say what's up. So appreciate it. Hey, man. All right, guys, I'll talk to you. Take care Much of yourself, brother. Thanks for the good stuff. All right, peace out. Navy vet in the house. Appreciate it. Uh, some more great calls today from you guys. We're going to try to get to all of them as we do uh, every day. We try not to have you guys wait too much. Sometimes that just happens. There's the Texan was in here earlier today. He's back in there. Let me get him in here to hang out with us for a little bit. Hey, just real quick. Um, if you if you search uh, rapid fire, by the way, um, in QAG, there's two of them that pop up uh, on, on, the, uh, on the search for rapid fire. Yeah. Um, one of them happens to say rapid fire and then below it, it says flood is coming future proves pass. And then it has CNN in kill boxes. Just saying. Interesting. <laughs> that is interesting. Texans on the road. What are you doing? Driving, bro. What's up, Texan? Oh, it's every doing, other brother? Monday, right? Something like that. Yep. Hey guys, my, si- I think my signal's about to shit on me, man. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, you're good. Man, I tell you what, I appreciate all the flowers out there, man, for the show we're doing. Uh, that's uh, it's pretty cool, man. It's a hell of a feeling. And it's kind of cool to notice that the uh, Oscar ratings are going down, the music awards are, uh, are going down, and our show's going up. That tells you what the people are hungry for, I guess. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very true. <laughs> yeah, big time. There's, I mean, that's we, a we, lot of. We saw, I showed the stats last week, I think it was, about how much, uh, how much growth there's been in streaming platforms. That's we're at the revolution of that right now. That's going to continue. It's a hell of a lot of fun too, man. I appreciate everybody out there that, that's watching it. A friend of mine from Georgia called me today and he said, Hey asshole. I said, well, what's that for? He said, well, I woke up. Oh, dang it. We're losing you, brother. Yeah. You're in and out. Can you hear me? I got you. Drop your ca- right, drop your camera. Just maybe it'll keep, keep the audio going. All right. Let me see. There you go. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. There you go. All right. So, so a buddy of mine called me from Georgia today on my way to work, and he said, "You're an asshole." And I said, "What was that for?" He said, "Cause I woke up this morning with a damn song stuck in my head. There's a tear in my beard, and I can't get it out of my damn head." <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. <laughs> that's great man yeah. cuz i mean those those little songs man that i heard you know when i was young from my mom and stuff mean a lot to me now especially that she's passed and to hear that somebody's got that song in their head now i mean i love it i love it that's why we do it yeah it's a hell of a lot of fun hanging out with you joe man i tell you what i i really enjoy it and uh alan I, I like that flag that you you held up there earlier dude and told the story about that man that's 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 something to be proud of right there, buddy. It is uh it is amazing. It's it's on my list of uh number one things to get a, a plaque made for it. So um I mean it's you know he didn't have to do that, man. All I did was send him I sent him a I, I actually I organized with uh local veterans groups and they they sent him <laughs> like I don't know, like five thousand dollars worth of stuff. 
So all I did Damn. was coordinate the, to get the address to a local veterans group that was already doing work, and then they gave that to me, and I also gave one to that that group too. So, um, you know, the little things that you can do, right? All it took was a phone call and say, "Here's the ad, here's the address of uh, where you send it to." Yeah, man, that's that's something special right there, dude. And uh, anyway, I I tell you what, I like closing the show out. You know, the way we close it out every night. Uh, every Sunday night and uh, you know, much, much respect to those folks, man. Y'all, y'all are cut from a different cloth, like I said. And uh, I really, I really love the opportunity to uh, to be allowed to do that, man. Thank you very much, Alan. Yeah. I appreciate the shout out, man. You guys, everyone out there knows that, you know, our family is, is uh, in, in turmoil right right now, as we're watching my dad uh, uh, get taken uh, home and go go see his mom go see his wife and you know, our mother and it's not easy it's um it's very much not easy it's always on our mind uh you still gotta you still got a job you gotta do you gotta come over here you gotta try to entertain keep people entertained and, and informed the best that i can do so that's what i do and i let the prayers uh fall where they may man yeah and that's i mean this show is, is to, to me and al i know i can speak for him is is therapy for us it really is to be able to be with you know tons of patriots out there um, you know, to hang out and, and even Al was telling me, he's like, he, he, he doesn't like country music, but he's like, I like your guys' show. And he's not just going to tell me that just because he's my brother. I mean, you know, we, he, we've been opinion, uh, you know, we both have opinions, but you know, for him to say something like that, um, to, to about our show where, where we really weren't expecting it to be like this, uh, is a good feeling, man. It really is. So we appreciate everything you do behind the scenes to keep us rolling, man. We really do. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Look, what's cool about it is, uh, well, what's cool about it is, while while it is work, it's not work, man. It, it's a blast. And it, somebody, I can't remember who said it last night, but it was in the chat said, "These are the best two DJs I've seen in over thirty years." <laughs> there you go. And it's something awesome. that we need, man. Oh. Take a little bit of time out of your day. Maybe you couldn't watch the show yesterday, but maybe you're gonna go cook dinner tonight. You can go back to yesterday's show. Click on the foxhole, crank up the radio, and you can do some cooking while listening to some good music. Absolutely, man. It's just about having a good time, man. And I tell you, I've never been uh, I've never been out country before, Joe. But I went back and watched the replay, checked some stuff out, and you out countryed me uh, last night, dude. I got to step up my game on the country music. <laughs> man, it's just uh, you know that's what's cool, man. That's what I was saying earlier. It's like. I really have only been listening to country the last couple of years. I was literally one of those people who was like, I like everything but country. And the last couple of years, probably because, you know, I hit that 40 mark. Um, I don't know what happened. I just started liking it. Even my wife was like, okay, why is the country channel on in your car? Like what's going on? Like, is there something, you know, like, you know, she was even worried, but honestly, man, um, country and, you know, that Southern, um, you know, that, that's, I don't know, that Southern rock, I guess, if you want to call it that, um, that kind of music is, is super important to what a lot of people did after that. And so we're kind of bringing it back to the roots, man. And I really like that. I love, I love the, the foundational stuff. Like you, you can pick, you can find influences through what you're playing and you, you see how the influences who influenced those guys, the influencers, Liz Garcia. Yeah. Good to see you out there. God bless you. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I just love it, man. It's been my life, you know, ever, ever since I was a kid. So, and I really enjoy sharing it with people and, you know, uh, entertaining people and having fun with it guys. And, uh, 
Sundays can't come fast enough now. You know, the weeks get longer. It seems now that I got this show with you, Joe, and Sundays can't come fast enough. And I want to say thank you to everybody out there that's, uh, that's participating. And, uh, you know, spread the word, man, because it is so cool to see uh, the chat room and, and the views, uh, the audience getting bigger and bigger. It, it's really, really awesome. But uh, I'll tell you what, guys, I'm going to jump off here because I know I'm going to lose my signal. I'm fixing to go off into this foreign land again called Oklahoma. And, uh, Oklahoma. Where the... Hey, be safe, brother. God bless you. Much love, right, Jackson. Guys. See you down the road. Much love, brother. Yeah, you guys definitely did a good job, and it was uh, it was fun, man. It was just fun to hang out, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and, and that's the other thing. So as I was saying about therapy, like, you know, so my therapy, because I'm so pissed about everything going on in the world, is to come on, me and you hang out. And then on Sundays, I literally just get to chill out and play music. So, I mean, I got, like, the best of both worlds, man. Right. No doubt about it. We got to reclaim the law in the house. Let me get uh, let me get him up in here to see what's been on his mind. Reclaim, I haven't heard from you in a while. How you been, my friend? I've been good, thanks. Well, I've been through a bit of a slow energy patch just coming out of winter. But spring's here and the sun's shining. The flowers are growing. It's good. All good. That is good to hear. Some, yes, I'm sure you guys had a rough, uh, <laughs> rough winter over there this year, huh? Well, did you hear about the protests on Saturday in London? No, I did not. Zero coverage, right? Zero coverage at all in any media. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's half a million people on the street. No Some shit. people say a million. Wow. Yeah. Right. Protests uh, against COVID and the lockdowns and all the rest of it. Oh, I did see something somewhere, but I, I with all, with all the stuff, you know, like ten thousand things going on. Um, here, let me get this. I bet up what on the you screen. saw was, um, I bet what you saw was a, a little bit of violence at the end. Where, <clears throat> excuse me, I've got a frog in my throat now. A lot of most people have gone home, and uh, the police turned up and wanted to confiscate the music equipment of some people who are dancing and singing in the park just at the end of a long day of marching around the streets and they came in trying confiscate confiscate it and got seen off in no short no uncertain terms they had to leave and bottles were thrown and those paper those pictures were put in the papers uh today that this violent crowd injured the police it was a per- perfectly peaceful crowd until they turned up well, that usual. sounds familiar yeah it does. that's yeah. Much january how, uh, 6th yeah, that's how January sixth went too. Everything was fine until they they started shit. Um, let me uh, uh, while you're doing that, I'm gonna put up on my screen or up on the screen a uh, video from the protest walk. Uh, keep keep talking. What else was there? Um, was it, it was, I'm guessing it was mostly peaceful. But what your point is is that the way the media is presenting it is sounds awful familiar. Well, that wasn't my main point. Uh, my main point is to do with common law and the lawfulness of the protest and anyone else acting against this unlawful legislation. Um, I guess it's the same in America. If uh, there was a house on fire and you kick the door down to get someone out to rescue them, that would be a lawful act where it's illegal to kick someone's door down normally. It's lawful to do it in that circumstance. So that's the difference between legal and lawful, and it's common law. It's simple. Now, if instead of kicking the door down to get the person out, there happened to be a bulldozer parked outside the house with a key in it, and I knew how to drive a bulldozer, and I jumped in the bulldozer and started knocking the house down in my effort to rescue the person, I'd probably kill them in the process. That would be excessive use of force and unreasonable, disproportionate, and unlawful. So I guess we all know that there's no significant change in the death rates, overall death rates, of any country in the world since COVID started. There's very minor, 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 minor uh, fluctuations, Indeed. like some of the countries which had no lockdowns 
had better lower death rates. We had 1.14% increase in 2020 over 2019, 0.14%. That's, that's, so what I'm saying is that the legislation, the, the COVID legislation, the lockdowns, social distancing, closing businesses, vaccinations, the whole lot of it is unreasonable, disproportionate, and therefore unlawful. So in the context of the burning house, the COVID legislation is the bulldozer, the house is our lives, and the, the, the fire inside the house is the COVID, except there isn't a fire. All that's happened is a fuse has gone on the electric kettle. Now, if I was in my house brewing up a cup of tea with my electric kettle, and a fuse went, and I called the fire brigade, and the fire brigade turned up and I said, oh, look, 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 the fuse has gone on my electric kettle, I'll be, I'll be locked up in a mental asylum. And if I did it again the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, for a whole year, like the government's done, well, that's the trouble the government are in. And if we see it in that context, I think we can beat them. It's simple enough for anybody to understand. A 10-year-old could understand that. And uh, I, I believe it will stand up in high court. Don't harm others. It's a simple concept that's the foundation of common law. Don't, don't, don't harm. Do no harm to others. And it's, it's very simple. You're right. A 10-year-old can understand that. Do no harm without lawful excuse. Yes, that. That's even there's, better there's only two saying. lawful excuses is, is reasonable force in self-defense and reasonable force to prevent a greater harm. Jackpot. Love it. I absolutely love it. You're, okay. abs- you're absolutely right. I can't, you know, there's going to be a day reclaim. I hope, I hope it's in the near, in our lifetimes in the near future where you and I can sit back and, and have a full discussion about it because it's going to be happening. The world's going to change in a yeah, way man. where common law is going to come back. And we're actually going to have yeah. a, a, a justice system in the world. I can't wait for that. Yeah, me too. I've been working on it for 40 years. I don't know if I'll live to see it, but I, I, I thought it would take a couple of years when I first started. <laughs> you've, you've dedicated your life to educating yourself and others about common law. And all the stuff that I've learned from you, man, has just been amazing through the years. And, and it's, it's weird. It's like a switch goes off in your brain, and you just get it all of a sudden. You just understand why common law was the foundation of law, uh, you know, for all civiliz- Western civilization. Well, even China, they live in groups. They, they don't injure each other in their group. They have the same law. There you go. It's the same law. Any, any group of creatures, piranha fish. But uh, one final point uh, is that to address to any unfortunate law enforcement that might be in the audience or um, watchers, you know, from the other side, who are entrapped in a situation where they've got to obey unlawful orders. Law enforcement is paid to uphold the law, not to, not to uphold unlawful legislation made by a criminal government. And that is an empowerment that I offer to the law enforcement to say, no, we're not going to obey these unlawful orders. Absolutely. And you've seen that. Uh, it's several uh, sheriffs in America and other places, too, have stood up and said, you know what, I'm not going to enforce on the constitutional law. So um, that's how, you know, again, know who your sheriff is and, and ask them what their opinion is on that. There's an organization started in Europe called Police for Freedom, uh, which is very starting in Italy. Uh, that's that's happened. And just one more thing is to say is that anyone acting against the unlawful legislation, anyone refusing to wear a mask, refusing social distancing, refusing vaccines, et cetera, et cetera, or keeping their business open, is upholding the law. They're treating us as criminals, but we're upholding the law. Now, that is a serious empowerment when the police come and try and make you wear a mask or when you want to defend yourself in court. You're you're arrested for upholding the law.
Man, I love talking to you. I could I could talk to you for hours. Reclaim law. Reclaim. Do you have a spot where <laughs> yeah, people my... can find um, the information that that you've compiled? Do you have a spot where I could tell people to go look? Yeah, reclaimthelaw.org. Reclaimthelaw.org, guys. Go check out that webpage when you guys get time. Get time and, and, uh, and Reclaim the Law, I appreciate you yeah. very much. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. Bless you, too. Much love. Reclaim the Law. Appreciate the call, brother. Thank you, Joe. Still awesome. three other callers, which is why I have to say goodbye to our good friend for now. But uh, do call back more often. Reclaim the Law. I love talking to you, my friend. 719 up next. 603 and 503. Do me a favor. Please stay there. I will make sure I get you in in the next uh, 10 minutes. We got three calls in 10 minutes, guys. Do me a favor. Make them as quick as possible. Oh, crap. Not that one. 719. Uh, can I get a name for you, please? Yeah, Texas Bear, 77. I knew that. Hey, Texas Bear. How you doing, brother? Hey, hey, Joe. We're doing good. Hey, hey. Um, thank you for taking my call. One question I have. Now, check this out. Give me one minute. Check okay. this out. The inauguration. The inauguration was at 1143, 1144, 1145, somewhere around there. So we'll just say 1145. Now, look up the Constitution. The Constitution says the president will be sworn in at 12 p.m. Yes, it does. The Constitution okay. says a lot of things. <laughs> Democrats don't give a flying fuck about them. But, hey, you got it. You got it. You got it right. Right there. Right there. He was sworn in at 1145? No. He is not our president. Yeah. Legally, he is not our president. I'm not going to. It is what it is, man. They don't care. He was, he was sworn in, and that's the reality that we live in. So it doesn't matter to me, really. I have seen other people discussing that same exact thing, Texas Bear. It is super interesting that you bring that up, though. Well, but the thing is, and the Supreme Court, if they want to play that role, I think they have all kinds of oranges, apples, pears, yeah, fruit cups, whatever, to throw at them. I'm sorry. I, I think that the rule of law with the Constitution says that a president must be sworn in at 12 p.m. Why did they go? Also, you can watch the clips. Watch the clips. There's a little girl sitting there. Then the camera's uh, pans back on the crowd and that little girl's not there within one minute. So I don't think that the actual quote unquote inauguration was legal and I don't think it was valid. The whole the, the whole thing was just absolutely weird. The whole thing. But look I completely Jeff, agree. I, I, I understand, but Joe, look, now, check this out. Texas Bear, please now, make it quick. I've got two more callers i got to get to. Okay, I'll, I'll make it quick. Check this out. I was shot in the head 13 years ago, and I'm figuring this shit out. I mean, come on. Look at, the, look at the tapes. Look at the time. Look at the Constitution. He is not our president. Donald Trump still is. All right, 
I, I wish that were true. Unfortunately, it's not reality, and we have to live in the reality that Biden is our president, and it doesn't matter when he was put into office. It doesn't matter anything. They don't fucking care. They're not. They're not. They're not gonna. They don't care to the point where they're not gonna make an issue out of it anyway. So I don't. I don't understand the point of the whole narrative of uh, Biden is not our president. I don't really. He's our president. He's sworn in. We just deal with that reality. The rest of it, I'm not going to waste energy on. I don't. I don't. I don't see the point of wasting energy on it. So that's that's my opinion. That's you guys know me. I'll give it to you straight. Six zero three. Let me get your comments in here. We'll get five zero three in here next. Do me a favor. Six zero three. Unmute and tell me who he is. Hello. Hey, what's up? It's Fred from New Hampshire. How you doing, buddy? Fred, how hey, are you, Fred. my friend? What's happening, Fred? I'm doing good. So I, I'll be real quick because I know you want to end the show. But uh, what do you think of Kamala Harris basically giving all her books to the illegal immigrants and under the taxpayers' funding? That's what I was talking about earlier in my rapid fire. They're literally giving out her books to everybody who crosses over the border. And it's just, it's absolute BS, man. I can't believe they're just, they're trying to indoctrinate them as soon as they get over here. It's ridiculous. Well, remember when they went after POTUS for, uh, and Trump's still my president. I don't care what anybody says. So I call him POTUS. I remember when they went after him for uh, getting money from his hotels and stuff like that. Where's the outrage from the left? No, they don't care. Actually, <laughs> they they don't care about that either. They they really don't. So I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's the hypocrisy is so easy to call out, my friend. Yeah, and the last thing is, uh, I hope everybody's keeping their chin up because unfortunately, I don't think Maricopa County is going to be the county that uh, actually shows us a lot of things because I think the Democrats already had the chance to get rid of those ballots and clean it up before we even had a chance to get to them. Uh, I saw a news article yesterday about how they finally seized all the ballots and they should have had those things in a locking key the whole entire time. You know, that's a good I point. Th- the chain of custody has been the issue the whole time. Yeah, exactly. And then they had to move the ballots to the veterans center, which they shouldn't have had to move those ballots at all. But the thing is, is what it was over ten thousand, what ten thousand, eleven thousand. That's all the difference was between Trump winning and Biden. I mean, that's yeah, not and, a, that's and not a lot. It's not a lot, but they're going to chalk it up as well. We always have election fraud. There's a percentage of margin of election fraud that we always have. We're not disputing that. You know what I mean? So they're going to say, well, there's like fourteen thousand ballots that. Technically, Trump won, but that's the within the margin of voter fraud that we already know that there have been voter fraud in the past. Yep. You have to have like a 30,000, 40,000 voter fraud number or proof that the paper was printed in China or that somebody was sending them six or seven ballots. So I thought it was, I am so I thought it was 11,000. I think I think it's 12. Yeah. Yeah. But Thumper Rose yeah. says the point is the ballots don't match the count. So that'll be. It'll. We'll see if the actual count matches what is there. It'll be proof of fractional voting. Well, that's the thing too. The fractional voting is the perfect way of putting it because that's exactly what happened. And number two, on top of that, what if they showed that there's like thirty thousand ballots that have already been destroyed that are no longer in the count? We shall see. It'll be fun to watch. They're saying six weeks to two months, so we'll see what happens. Fred, thank you for the call today. Appreciate you very much. Have a great day, sir. All right, brother. 
Appreciate it, Fred. Much love. Good stuff from Fred. Appreciate that very much. And we are going to get to our last caller. Thank God today. I hate having people wait for so long. I really do apologize for that, guys. It's just kind of the nature of the beast. So uh, thank you for your patience. Uh, 503, can you do me a favor? Unmute and tell me who you is. I think it's uh, star six uh, to unmute. I believe that's right. I can try to see if it'll ask you to unmute too. Uh, appreciate you guys today. Another two hours flying by, a bunch of good stuff. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the information and are, are doing uh, your digital soldier duty. Get that stuff out there far and wide. We'll finish off the show with 503. Can I get a name, please? This is Lazarus James. Lazarus, hey. how are you? What's up, Lazarus? I am, I am doing so great, you guys. I am so new. I can't believe this. I mean, I'm talking to the brothers uncensored. I feel like you guys are my brothers, but I, I have a really great story to tell you. Yeah, go um, ahead, bro. I got four minutes. I'll give you the. I'll give you the whatever time we have left. Absolutely, it, it'll only take a, take a couple minutes. Um, Joe, you were mentioning about how within the last couple of years, you've just started to like country a little bit, and for me, I've never liked country my whole life. And now I've always associated it to my dad. I mean, I did grow up in the country. I mean, have horses and raising cows and pigs and stuff. But I always detested everything country because my dad was like really, really abusive. I mean, verbally, emotionally, got yelled and screamed at all the time kind of thing. And so I really grew up resenting my dad and avoiding him. And so I always, so even though I've grown up being a musician, everybody in my family is, I like every style of music, period. I mean, like all styles of music, except I've never liked country. And so I just figure, you know, I don't like it because of dad. And so, which absolutely makes all sense yep. at least to me and so um this sunday i go to church <clears throat> and afterwards i go over to some friends and have we have like well he even calls it shenanigans we have dinner and um hang out all day well i come home that evening and i plop down i, I turn on the stream and i'm looking at foxhole or something and I'm like hey brothers and sensors up so i like i pop you guys up and happen to be you and the texan playing some country music and, and so I'm kind of not even like thinking about it. I kind of flopped down on my bed and I got it on the big screen now and I'm going to be bop looking at my phone and I'm really enjoying the song. I kind of get to the end of it and my feet are kind of be bopping back and forth. And I'm like, that's, that's kind of weird. I mean, I, I really enjoyed that. And then the Holy spirit says to me, he goes, he, he kind of chuckles. He goes, yeah, you really did enjoy that. Didn't you more than normal? I go, yeah, that was really kind of weird. He goes, well, uh, well, that's because you have a whole genre of music that you get to enjoy now because all this, <laughs> all the psychological and emotional trauma that happened to you growing up, I just healed it. It's lifted away, man. That's amazing. I mean, music can heal in so many different ways, man. I so appreciate you calling. I got the chills yeah. man, from you saying that. Yeah. So thank you so much. Man, be growing up as a musician, I'm just, you know, and so now for, forever, you guys are etched in my spirit, you know, close to me. And, you know, I thank you for everything you guys do. I mean, it's it's an awesome experience. And he goes like, man, like, to be a musician and actually get to enjoy a whole genre of music I've never enjoyed my entire life is, is I mean, that's just like the side effect symptom of it because it, it encapsulates much more stuff, which you know, I'm not going to rabbit trail on. But it's a pretty cool story. You guys are forever, forever in my heart. Oh, brother, I appreciate that very much. Lazarus James, thank you so much for the call, brother. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. We'll, we'll see you on I'll Sunday, right? Yep. 
Yep, we'll see you. Yep, we'll be seeing you around. Hopefully the rest of the week, too, of course. Yes, but we'll see you Sunday also. God bless you, brother, brother, man. Don't forget, call back more often. I want to hear from you more often, brother. God bless you. All right, take care. Bye. Take care, brother. That was awesome. I hope Texan heard that. One per one life. That's it, man. That so, that just made my week for the rest of the week. It makes everything you to do hear that. It makes everything you do worthwhile. And it's um, you know, it it uh it is so rewarding. And this this family is just continuing to grow. It'll continue to grow and you know, just an opportunity to sit back and chill, listen to some music. Change the life. Joe, last thoughts of the show today. Uh, I just want to thank everybody out there between Foxhole and D-Live and everywhere else. You guys are absolutely amazing. We love each and every uh, one of you. There was a comment out there Sergeant Sparky had. I wish I could try to find it real quick, but I can't. But thank you guys for the comments. Awesome show. Good stuff. Looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Appreciate you guys very much. All of those important links from today's uh, news blitz or <laughs> rapid fire segment and uh, the show today will be up, put up on the blog later on today. Coming up next, Amy Joe is going to give us some prayers that we much need. Come back uh, with us in about, uh, give me about 20 minutes or so to reset the streams. Uh, go take a piss and I'll come back and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll sit together and uh, have, have some prayers for the world and for uh, those of you that need it. So stand by for that. With that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. We will see you guys tomorrow, 5 Eastern, 4 Central, for the Brothers Uncensored. God bless you. Much love. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.